Welcome to Newhouse Impact, a collaboration between WAER and the Newhouse School of Public Communications. I'm Chris Bolt. On this episode, we've all seen a history documentary and become invested in the narrative that can seem as though it's from an intangible, distant time. The World War II Foundation, in particular, produces documentaries displaying untold stories from that period of our history. They also partner with PBS, which invites students from various universities to join in on these discoveries and productions, and one of them is Syracuse University. That was a great experience because you really got to see just how spontaneous a documentary could be, um, how unpredictable it can be when you're trying to look for shots in the middle of France. Watching them experience real life filmmaking and how to talk to people and how to convince them that you're not there to like exploit them. Newhouse professor Shana Holmes and Newhouse television radio film students Jada Marie and Liz Hollenbach immersed themselves in a World War II documentary by traveling internationally for production. They discovered that although watching these narratives in documentary form is enriching, being there was a priceless experience, from walking through historic European sites to interacting with the culture and with the locals. By traveling to Europe, they were able to experience a whole new immersion beyond a screen and reflect on history in a way they could never do inside of a classroom. Shana Holmes, Jada, and Liss shared their insights and their discoveries with me when they visited the WAER studios. Let me just start out, uh, Shana Holmes, with describing what is the World War II Foundation and the project that involved Syracuse University and its students. Yeah, so we became involved with the World War II Foundation um, a couple years ago. Um, So in 2022 was kind of our first interaction with them that they have been creating documentary films for PBS for the past 10, 15 years, and they decided to start adding students as a component to bring them on their trips um, that they shoot these documentaries. So we were one of the first schools that they asked, and so we are in our third year of planning with them to go on another trip. What are these trips like? Where do they go to? Kind of what happens at these trips? We mainly go to Europe for... Uh, different World War II stories about specific people and situations. This past one we did was um, an actual book that uh, they turned into a documentary. So it's kind of the human element of Americans in World War II in Europe for the trips that we are a part of. Great. And why did you think it was important to get the school involved? You know, what does it offer to students, uh, you know, working on these documentaries and where do they sort of fit in? A lot of the time, students uh, try to get on set um, as a production assistant, a PA. And it's usually such a large type of production that they don't get a lot of hands-on experience. So the benefit of these 10-day trips that we do to Europe with the World War II Foundation is they get to actually work one-on-one in small groups with uh, the crew that is leading that trip. Jada, what was it like? Oh, well, honestly... I had I had a rough start to get there. Um, my flights were delayed. I was considering going home, 
But I decided I was going to push through and I was going to make it. I was, in fact, almost a day and a half late. And I didn't have luggage for three days. Oh, no. <laughs> but I did enjoy myself. Um, it was very heavy. It's different to learn about these things in school and in classes, but to actually be there, like to actually experience these things and to learn and see them face first, it was like very intense. And I wasn't expecting it to be as intense. Like I knew, I knew the feel of it. I knew it was important. I knew we were going to learn about these people who lost their lives and who fought for our country, but I didn't expect it to be so like intense but I'm glad I went I learned so much the hands-on experience that Professor Holmes was talking about is it was hands-on experience for sure we got to shadow the director the cinematographer we also got to meet some other people involved in documentaries that mm -hmm. you don't usually meet so like the audio person right. the historian so these were also people that we got to make connections with and I had a great time how about you, Liz? What was your experience like? Yeah, so um, it was phenomenal. Um, trying to describe the trip, uh, it's hard to put it into words. I had never been um, outside of the country before prior to this trip. Um, so not only um, was it a great experience for the documentary, but it was also great for traveling and to see the world and to see different cultures. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an amazing trip. And to have that hands-on experience that we haven't gotten you know, uh, in any other space with any other opportunity um, was truly amazing. Did you actually play some roles in whatever they were doing, setting stuff up or, or actually filming or monitoring or whatever the, you know, the actual shoots were about or the, the setup of such shoots? Yeah. So um, Jim, the, uh, the videographer, cinematographer for the documentary, um, we actually helped him um, with carrying around equipment. Um, sometimes he would ask uh, for our opinions on shots. Um, a couple times we'd ask students, um, you know, take five shots that you think uh, look good. Um, we also helped. Um, one of the really good opportunities that we had on the trip um, was a night shoot. So we got to go out with um, the cinematographer, Jim, and the director, Tim. Um, and we really, we drove around um, and stopped wherever we thought we could get a shot. Um, we, went we went out for about, I'd probably say, three hours or so. Um, and that was a great experience because we really got to see just how spontaneous a documentary could be, um, how unpredictable it can be when you're trying to look for shots in the middle of France. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, we helped out in a lot of ways. It was, it was a really great learning experience. Did you two bring experiences that helped? I mean, did you have some basic knowledge, maybe just camera experience or, 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 or technique or what have you? Or was it sort of a from-scratch learning experience? Oh, yeah, um... I I had a little bit of experience prior to going when it comes to cameras. In high school, I was a part of the TV production crew, and we filmed short films and stuff like that. And then coming here, being a part of Common 17, and actually being able to check out cameras here has definitely helped me um, having that insight already as to what shots look good, how lighting impacts the visual. So all of these things were very necessary when it came, especially when Jim would give us opportunities to film. Um, another student on the trip, Joan, her and I, we got to film some shots for B-roll while we were filming. So that was really cool. Um, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I was expecting to just shadow, but opportunities like that came and we benefited from them. Um, I, you know, I just want to add, I think um, we all went in with with different experiences and, and we went in um, with different goals for the trip as well. Um, but we all took the knowledge that we had and brought it together. You know, um, I think even our experience here can't really 
prepare you for what's out there you know even though you know we've had these experiences with cameras being on an actual set really puts it into perspective I think that's why opportunities like this are so beneficial for students and you said you uh, filmed some b-roll that will actually show up in the documentary I mean potentially yeah probably I'm Hopefully. excited you know who knows what yeah. ends up on the cutting room floor right but I guess there's no such thing as a digital cutting room floor anymore it's just the uh, recycle bin on the computer. Um, lastly, uh, just on this little issue, did you guys, were you able to explore other places or was there was there more to it than just being in the documentary, either travel or like working on a project for yourself? Yeah, so um, Professor Holmes put together an amazing set of videos that we could do. So we all talked prior beforehand to see what we could do to post videos on Newhouse um, on the Instagram page for YouTube things like that. So we actually filmed a lot. I was a part of a day in the live video. We also have a behind the scenes video. Um, there's so much. We have like what went wrong and what went right. <laughs> so when when it comes to documentaries, you never really know what's going to happen. Like you can plan as much, but it really depends on the weather. So there was this one day, so the weather was not the weather was not with us at all, but we still had to film. We still had to push through and that was really interesting. I've never seen that happen. And the way that the director and the videographer really just handled that situation taught me a lot. Yeah, in addition to helping out editing uh, one of the behind the scenes projects, um, one of my big tasks on the trip was to do a takeover for the Newhouse Instagram. Um, and it was really interesting. We did a lot of uh, fun posts um, and it was fun to keep everybody updated on what we were doing over there. That's right. Uh, Professor Holmes, is there a is that part of the value? I mean, doing it and seeing the professionals at work and being part of that is one thing. Is another thing to say, hey, here's a project that you can work on? Yeah, I think that's one of the main draws for a lot of the students to go on the trip, that if they don't have interest in World War II per se, they may have interest in the locations we're going to, and they can shoot anything they want. So we had some photo projects, history projects, documentaries, kind of like foodie projects. Yeah. So, um, I hear they have good food in France someplace. <laughs> well, we also went to Geneva, and that was oh. chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of chocolate. <laughs> good chocolate. While you're there anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there were a ton of opportunities. So out of the ele uh, eight students that we had on the trip representing Newhouse, we have 11 projects that are either completed or still being worked on. Um, so even though we finished the trip back in July, a 10-day trip, um, we're still working on all these projects. Right, right. <laughs> uh, as an educator, how big a deal is it that students could, A, participate in the documentary, like see that in, in real form? I've heard from both Jada and Liz that you know, seeing what happens, you can know how to use a camera, but not on the set when the weather's not good and they still have to press through. How big a deal is it to get that level of experience and then be in a foreign country and working on your own project and experiencing those cultures? Yeah, they learn a lot about how to even get equipment out of the U.S. and into another country. So um, every morning on... Um, kind of like the bus as we're heading towards our first activity of the day, the director would come up and speak to all the students about um, different things that are happening. Either um, maybe we're going to a graveyard and explaining what we're looking for there, what they did in advance. So 
um, like finding on GPS where certain grave sites are of specific people that they need to get content for. Um, so kind of like giving us a game plan and then we go and then we have to kind of be silent at grave sites and respectful, but we're also shooting and working. So it's really interesting to kind of see how the students can shift from kind of like learning mode to work mode to observing mode um, and then also shooting their own projects and kind of getting what they want out of it right. as well. When you were shooting your own projects, did you have stuff set up or were you kind of just left to your own devices? I mean, interviews or, or locations or was it kind of get what you can get? Well, um, for the most part, we planned out who would be filming what. So um, some people had cameras. I had my cute little blue camera. Um, we had someone named Owen on the trip who also had his own camera. So we kind of planned out what we were going to do um, for certain projects required interviews. So those people would plan out when we get to this place, is it OK if we can interview you? They would make sure that it would be OK. So a lot of planning went into the videos that we produced. And I'm really excited to see the finished products. Yeah, we, you know, on the bus every morning as well, we would have chats with Shayna updating her uh, on how our projects were going. Um, we were uploading footage every single day uh, to contribute to each other's projects. Oh, wow. Um, and just constantly looking for things to film for each other. Yeah, and then uh, the filmmakers themselves, uh, any footage that they shot, the students have access to as well. Oh, great. So, so you could put that in your projects. Exactly. So it's kind of like you shoot for us, you can... <laughs> use our stuff too. How how were all the professionals, the director or the, the film, you know, whoever was doing the actual filmmaking, were they pretty amenable to helping? You know, what was your experience with them? Oh, they were really cool. Um, I wasn't expecting to meet such cool people. And I know, <laughs> and I know that may sound bad, but like I was expecting like, yes, it's a professional setting, but I wasn't expecting to really be able to like form connections with them. Like we're connected on LinkedIn. We have emails. Um, Jim, the videographer, sends us email updates every month about how the project is going. Oh, wow. So I really, I'm really grateful that I got to meet them and that I can possibly say they're my mentors now. Oh, wow. That's, that's really good. Yeah. And, and even, you know, once the trip was over, um, we're able to reach out to them if we need help with anything. I talked to uh, Jim, the editor, about reaching out um, to get some feedback on a video that I was working on, a completely different project. Um, so I think, you know, even past those those initial um, interactions with them on the trip, a continued relationship with them and, and a good, yeah, like you said, mentor. Liz, why did you apply when you heard about the opportunity? Yeah, so at the time, I was in a documentary class at Newhouse. Um, and I don't want to say I wasn't extremely interested in documentaries, um, but I was just kind of being introduced to them. Um, but I decided that, you know, I kind of applied last minute, um, and I'm so glad I did. Um, but I just, you know, it was a great opportunity, and it was hard to pass up on uh, that opportunity. How about you, Jada? Why did you apply? Um, I was told to apply by a past student who went on the trip the year prior and he told me it was a great experience and he was like I think you would really benefit from it and even though I was thinking documentaries is not something that I'm like really thinking of pursuing but I was like experiences is, is experience and I feel like there's a lot to gain from learning about documentaries and the style and there's a lot of perseverance involved with it it's a different art form from just regular cinematography so I'm glad I was there. 
I always assume documentary filmmakers, you collect so much and then you have to whittle it down to see what actually tells the story you want to tell. Is that what you experienced? Did you sort of learn about the, I don't know, the intense project any documentary is? Yeah. So uh, when we went on the trip, the director had only planned on shooting one project. But then when we went to a place called Ordor, um, they found out that they could get a lot of footage and they're just going to make a project just on that now. So it's going to be a part of the bigger project that they were working on, but then also its own project. So um, same thing happened the year before that um, we were just there for two projects. One of them we didn't shoot as much as we thought we would for that one. And then turned out that they were going to make a bigger one on Italy itself. So it evolves as we're there and then kind of like when we get back they start like cutting things together and seeing what they seeing have. What's there, yeah. It's almost and like then, qualitative research, you know, yeah. you ask the big questions and kind of see what you come away with. Yeah. Uh, how impressed are you with students that go on these things? I mean, it's a bit of a leap of faith. It's not like the typical summer internship. Yeah, so I am super impressed with how well they can navigate foreign cultures and like sometimes I feel like oh I have to know everything ahead of time if I'm the faculty advisor I have to know how to use the metro I have to know how to get place to place and make sure I have everything so they can follow me but on this trip I think we were collaborating together and the students really took the lead on a lot of the um, outside activities when we had free time we would kind of all hang out together and they worked the subway. They found, I don't know, they were really good. We didn't know French, <laughs> but Jade has been to uh, France a couple times now. So she was one of our leaders. And <laughs> But yeah, I was just amazed at how comfortable they were um, being uh, with strangers and kind of like working in that kind of environment. So there's some life skill building there, like, you know, view of the world, worldview, as well as kind of being able to be left to your own devices to figure things out. Any good stories along that <laughs> line? I, I have a good story to go, go with that. On. Yeah, so um, there was one night when we were in, we were in Limoges at the time, and uh, a few of us had stayed back. Um, and we're hanging out at the pool one night, and I think some locals came over. They had a dog. The dog came over to us, and uh, the woman who we were speaking to spoke very little English. Um, but it was one of the best conversations I've I've ever had with somebody. It was, it was really interesting to be able to talk to somebody, even though, even though there's that language barrier. Um, and we just had a great conversation. Erin, who was on the trip, she navigated the conversation very well. Um, and and that was honestly, I, I had so many great conversations while we were over there with locals. Um, and, and that was, yeah, that was awesome. What do you take away from that? I mean, again, you know, travel kind of gives us a little bit different view of the world if we haven't traveled a lot. Yeah, I think, well, so one thing uh, for France, you know, a lot of people going into France when I was telling people I was going there, um, they're like, oh my gosh, French people are so mean. But <laughs> everyone that I interacted with there was so kind um, and so caring. Um, and it really you know, it it made me want to travel more, for sure. Oh, that's right. How about you, Jada? Any favorite experience sort of unrelated to the actual documentary filming? Um, our last night in Paris, we all decided to do a group boat tour. And that was honestly one of 
my favorite that was my second time on a boat for one but I was like wow like this is beautiful being able to hear from the historian who was also on the boat with us for the tour tell us about all these places we're like wow like we had no clue so it was beautiful I loved that we could all figure out something that was fun for all of us to do outside of the documentary and we also went to Versailles that was that was crazy that was beautiful I didn't know Versailles was that big Mm -hmm. you've seen it in textbooks you see about all the rooms but seeing it in person seeing all the paintings, seeing the bedrooms, I was like, oh, my gosh. That's great that you could have that experience. That's got to be very gratifying to do that. I mean, again, it's not just about the craft and the learning. Yeah. I mean, even when we're shooting stuff, they had to um, kind of be out of their comfort zone a lot of the times. Like there was this tower in a castle we had to climb. With all the equipment. That was, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. I didn't think we'd all make it. <laughs> I almost did it. I didn't. I, I almost didn't mm-hmm. make it. I was going as fast as I could up those stairs. I was carrying uh, Jim's camera bag with me. Boy, I had the tripod. That was a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, things like that. Or um, there were times where we couldn't get into places because they either, like, lost our reservation or they're like we started shooting and they're like where's your permit and that kind of stuff Uh and then like other people started coming so we had to figure out do we keep shooting until someone real comes over or do we just let them watch us (laughs) um so like things like that so watching them experience real life filmmaking um and how to pivot uh in just how to talk to people and how to convince them that you're not there to like exploit them or anything like that, that you are promoting them basically. And um, I think everywhere we got to shoot that. No, there's no place that somebody raised an issue and they shut it down. Not this time. No. But that is a risk. Italy, there were a couple places we couldn't bring cameras into. So, um, we had to last minute kind of like shoot stuff with phones instead. Hmm. Um, but besides that, I think France, we got everything. Yeah. yeah. Getting back to the technical or sort of the industry skills, what do you think you took away from it most? I think I took away like this may sound cliche, but the importance of communication. Um, seeing the way that Tim and Jim, the director and the videographer interacted on a day to day basis that was very that was very interesting because if one part doesn't go right for Jim for filming, that automatically impacts the whole film. So seeing those two navigate like um things that happened with the weather, um weather reservations for filming. So at the catacombs, that was another problem where we had tickets, but then something happened with the ticket. So one group got to enter the catacombs and the other group didn't. And it was it was a lot going on. But the way that they navigated it and the night shoot, the night shoot. That was something that was a spur of the moment. So seeing them two just come up with ideas off the dome because they feel that this will be beneficial and they need it now, that was very beautiful. Like, it wasn't like a strict thing. Yes, they had what they wanted, but they were also really open to seeing more and filming more. So I took that away. How about you, Liz? What did you take away as sort of something that, you know, relates to the craft? Yeah, I think um, one thing that I really took away was, um, for me, like, I, I really would love to be a director one day. Um, And so shadowing Tim was amazing and seeing how his brain works and seeing how much he has to juggle. Um, And I think learning the importance 
importance of managing all that stuff and planning and like like Jada said communication and there's just so many pieces that go into making a documentary and being a director so learning from Tim you touched on this before but will this benefit your future either concretely or through the mentoring relationships do you think yeah um i think they already have been as i was like re-watching videos so i rewatched the day in the life video that we did on instagram and i was like wow like this really all happened in this one day but it feels like <laughs> it was so long ago but like i started to think about the experience more and i was like wow, like even though I may not go into the documentary filmmaking area, I may not want to be a director, but I feel like these skills such as communication, planning, um, spur of the moment, problem solving, these are all things that I'm going to need in the industry regardless. So I'm definitely taking that away. Yeah, I this trip made me kind of want to, you know, go into documentary. It's made me rethink my plans after college. Um, I really enjoy telling stories that, that have a have a purpose. And um, so I think this trip really helped me to figure out which, which avenue I want to take in the future. What would your advice be for someone who's considering this? I mean, our general public who might hear this might not really be the audience, but for students who might have, uh, you know, connection to filmmaking. So I think um, so far we've had it open to just television, radio, film students. And I think... Um, now that we've tested it for a couple of years, we can start expanding it to um, other students in Newhouse. Um, so what was really interesting about the France trip was there weren't just film students on the trip. There were history students. There were um, not from Newhouse but, uh, or from Syracuse, but from other schools. Um, so they actually got to meet other people at other schools with similar interests and kind of build connections um, hang out with them at night, things like that. So it's kind of like always about building your network and uh, finding peers that are interested in things that you are. What was the film you were working on? What is it about? What I mean, it's World War II is sort of the umbrella, but is there, had they narrowed it down to a topic for this particular film? Yeah, it was specific to the French resistance. So that there was there was just a lot of filming we um went to different locations that had a lot of americans per se that fought in um, world war ii in france so it was yeah i'd say it's just specific to the french resistance yeah and, and is the idea that it's a little more personal stories than sort of like the grand things we've either seen in big documentaries or or even feature films yeah um it was a very very personal story um, you know, we had planned on actually meeting um, the author of the book when we were in uh, Switzerland. Unfortunately, he had passed prior to the trip. Um, but it was a very personal story. And I think a lot of the places that we went to, um, even if they didn't directly relate to his story, um, they, they were very personal and very heavy stories. Gotcha. Uh, what's the book? Do you, do you know uh, the name of the I believe it's Scholars of Mayhem. Yes. Scholars of Mayhem. Yes. That's it. Uh, and maybe finally, uh, do you follow the organization or like how might somebody get in touch with any of this work if they wanted to try to find to see it? So the World War II Foundation has all of their content, past documentaries, um, all 33, I want to say by now, um, available on their website for free. 
um, because they are very much into educational aspects of the work that they do. Um, and then all of the films that we've worked on uh, premiere on PBS nationwide. So uh, one we did last year in Italy is coming out Veterans Day. Um, it's about Bob Dole. Um, so Bob Dole in Italy. So that's coming out soon. And we previously did one on the Tuskegee Airmen in Italy. And that came out earlier this year. And the students who went to Italy actually got to go to the premiere in D.C. Oh, wow. And it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens next year. So usually it takes about um, a year, year and a half for each of these films from shooting it to um, air on PBS. But it's available to everyone. Will you see your names in the credits, Liz and Jada? Yes, and <laughs> I'm excited. so excited. What would that be like? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm recording right then and there. As soon as I see mm -hmm. Syracuse, my phone is out and I'm recording the screen. I don't know if that's allowed, though, but <laughs> I that is my plan. Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> that's great. All right, well, Shana Holmes, uh, Liz, uh, Christine Hollenbeck, and Jada Marie Knight, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Newhouse Impact, a collaboration of WAER and the Newhouse School of Public Communications. Associate producer for this episode was Hector Perez. And special thanks to Dr. Regina Luttrell. Find out more about Newhouse programs and research at newhouse.syr.edu research. And you can hear more episodes of Newhouse Impact on our website, waer.org. I'm Chris Bolt. Thanks for listening. <laughs>